If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. Hey, so funny story for you guys. You guys know I, I virtually coach and stuff, right? And a majority of everybody that I take are, you know, local in the area. Um, and I've, I've had a waiting list. I don't talk about it on the radio. Because are, they, are they local or local? Local. Local. Local, local. But anyways, uh, <clears throat> you know, I've, I've thought, okay, you know what? I haven't taken a Mind Pump fan. So all the people that I coach, they're like I said, they're people that already knew me before Mind Pump existed. And I've got now they are, they're Mind Pump fans now. But I have yet to take somebody who like found me through mind pump and now wants coaching. I've just kind of, they're a special breed, aren't they? Well, you know, here, here I've already got like this crazy waiting list of people that in referrals that I know here. So I kind of feel obligated to go that route, but for just for shits and giggles, I thought, you know what? I'd like to take a fan. I'd like to take somebody who found that way. They've already listened to a lot of the the episodes. So they'd probably be really funny. So I have great rapport. Yeah. So I get this kid, right? And uh, the kid you were telling me about. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, And this is why I think this is so neat is so the first time, though, uh, I'm kind of communicating with him. Now, I mean, my mind is I'm a million place. I'm all over the place all the time. Right. And we communicate via text. We we do our one hour consultation. We met kind of went over his goals. And, you know, as as I'm talking back and forth with him. You know, uh, I, I kind of feel like he's either being snarky or he's being like a little smart ass a little bit to me. <laughs> and, and, and it kind of, you know, a lot of times I'm multitasking when I do this. I'll read like what they're saying to me and, and then I give them a response back. And uh, I, it took me a minute to kind of like that bitch. Well, no, I, I had to go back and reread it and stuff. And, and then I realized like, oh, man, he just he he wants me to be very thorough with him. Most people just want me to tell you what to do. Like, you know, do this, do that, do this, right? Ever like that. He wants to yeah. learn. He wants to learn. Yeah. He's, he's a he's a super intellect. He's a good kid. Uh, so yeah, he's he's and he, I mean he's he's a young man. He's uh he's getting ready to finish up his law degree. Um, you know, you and you can tell he's super intelligent. Uh it, the the pot he was sharing like uh this the podcast that he listens to besides us and uh, everything's all intellectual stuff for sure, <laughs> right? So is this what, is this what you were texting Adam about? Was like, dude, I just want to talk about butt wipes. Well, I do know. Right? So, no, he's, <laughs> let's he, take it down. And I'm, I'm watching the Warriors game, and he's sending me the solar system and shit, right? And I'm like, dude, I so got a, a, a young Sal, dude. I'm coaching, <laughs> I'm coaching a young Sal right now for sure. But it was actually, it was, it's really cool because I like this um, kid. No, no, I like him a lot too. Um, it's been, uh, it's already that we've only been going for a little over a week now. And uh, I'm very excited to help him out. And just, you know, now I'm explaining a little, stuff a little bit more detailed with him because normally I'm not, I'm not used to that. I'm not yeah, used he, to. He can actually absorb it. Yeah. Like I, I tell him something and I tell him good job or this, that. And then he's like, well, why do you say that? You know, what, what is it? What is it you see? What is uh, it? You, you know, he wants to know, what, you know, why are you saying it's a good job or what are you noticing? And I'm like, okay. So he wants me to break everything. Oh, everything right, okay, right, cool. Yeah. You know, so. Um, yeah, that was come at me like that. Super interesting, you know. Uh, it's, it, Adam's on Wikipedia. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, uh, here's uh, why. Uh, I'm not sure, dude. Here, yeah, <laughs> Google, Google good cut because... and paste. Check this out. Uh, no, very cool though. Uh, kid's name's Eric. Great guy. Shout out to him, dude. I'm uh, pretty excited uh, to help him out. But uh, was it's uh, officially my first mind pump person that I decided to take on. So what does that tell you about our fans? Uh, they're they're oh, just they're... smart little. No, definitely awesome people and sexy. Yes, every time I run into one, I'm yeah. like, I want to have sex with you, and I'm just talking about the dudes, just in general. Chicks are even hotter. Yeah, yeah. I've I've noticed it more and more. Across and, the line, uh, did you see? I don't know if you, you saw on on your page, Sal. I actually um, God, and I forget his name. Uh, Kemp is his last name. 
But I oh, saw when I was doing the post about uh, animal fats. And yeah, yeah, and, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. and I just I just saw some of the stuff that he was writing. I clicked on his page and I went through some of his page and saw some of his posts. Really intelligent kid too. And uh, I was like, man, are you on the forum? He's like, nah, I got to get on there. College kid, you know, this and that. I, you know, I haven't spent the money yet, but I know I should be on there. You know, I just want to tell anybody who, if you're a listener and you're an intellect, uh, the forum is where you want to be. 100%. If you're, uh, and I guarantee you, uh, and if, if you're not 100% happy after one week of being on there, I'll give you my money back, the money back personally, whether Doug likes it or not. Uh, I, you for sure. I mean, it's it's filled with we'll doctors, doctors, nurses, PTs, um, and just and personal trainers, lots of people that are super intelligent that are sharing good information and healthy debates. Like, uh, I mean, if you if you're that type of person, you, I mean, anybody is going to benefit from it. But if you are somebody who is a super intellect and you thrive off of things like that, which most people that are that way do, they love to surround themselves around others. I, I'm learning. I learn from the forum every day. Oh, yeah. Every single day, somebody will post something, and I'm just like, "Whoa, this is very yeah. interesting." Oh, the, everyone it's shares. It's nice because they're all seeking out like all these articles and like latest studies and things too. So it, it helps to kind of feed what we're doing. Well, here's the deal. Uh, they've done. They've done this. They've demonstrated this. There was this. I think it was a physics problem that was uh, unsolvable or, or hadn't been solved for like 80 years or something like that. And so what scientists Matt did... Damon solved I was just going to say, you're, I've yeah. seen this movie. Matt no, 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 no. Damon. I've seen this movie already. No, this is, this is, this is true. <laughs> what they did is they took this problem and they put it on a, a website. No, they put it on a website. <laughs> and they, a janitor. It was like crowd solving. Like all these people got together and oh, it, yeah, and it yeah. became this thing. And it was like figured out within a week. Um, it, it, it just... This is one of the amazing... <clears throat> benefits of being in the age of information absolutely is that you can share information with others and i'm telling you something right now if you're if you want to learn and advance uh, your knowledge on fitness um and take it to the next level being part of a community of like-minded people i don't care how smart you think you are it will accelerate it uh yeah. exponentially it's happened like i said it's happened to me i go on i've learned so much just from being on this forum and these are people that follow and listen to us and so I'm, you know, you're thinking like, oh, they're, you know, there are listeners or our fault. No, man, I learned like I learned, I learned like crazy yeah. on that forum. Well, that's why I mean, that's why this dynamic works. You know, it's because we all have that sort of mindset that like collectively we're going to be so much better uh, as opposed to like a lot of these gurus that a lot of these people, you know, they they find out there that are, um, you know, they're smart people, but they're by themselves. And uh, and they're probably the most resistant to, you know, this new information Dude. and all these different things because like, they've done all their own work and their own study and all their own ideas. Well, they're afraid to they're lose not the, real receptive. They're afraid to lose the power. It's OK. Yeah. So y this is beautiful that you guys brought this up because you're just talking about ego here. Yeah. And I, uh, I had an epiphany today uh, working out because I trained right before I came here. And, um, you know, uh, in between sets, I look around and I watch people working out mainly because. Um, I like to uh, people to, watch. Yeah, I like to people watch. I do too. I like to, but I like to. I like to pick up on yeah. you know new maybe new techniques, exercises, and then the trainer and me can't help but pick new out new lemon pants. Exactly. <laughs> Can I get an amen? Yeah, yeah. Ma mainly what I'm looking at. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I, I mean the me trainer too. and me can't uh, can't help but notice you know imbalances and how I would train change someone's routine and then I do my set and then I continue doing that. So there, anyway, there's this big dude in there with really good muscle building genes. I can I can usually see that from across the room. Big dude looks real strong. So you told him that. No, horrible posture though. Oh. He's wearing wrist straps in his whole workout. He's got really bad forward shoulder. And I know it's because he's training wrong. I know if he trained properly, the dude would be 
in incredible shape. He's in decent shape now, but he just doesn't look put together well because his training is wrong. Now I'm looking around the whole gym and I'm noticing something. I'm noticing that the men that lift weights consistently have glaring imbalances, but the women that lift weights consistently tend to not have imbalances that are as glaring. Mm. And this is, I don't know if you guys notice this, women are much tend to be much more likely, and, and I'm trying to ask myself this, like why do wow. I notice that these women who are lifting- because I see all these women that are, you know, the ones that are real hardcore about it. I see all the time, and they seem yeah. they they look like they well, the have, more more they get into it, the more they start asking questions and, and yes. seeking more knowledge within that realm. Well, dude, as opposed to male, where you know they get like into more expertise in that one thing, they want to like uh, just stay in that mold. Well, not just that, but guys are just they tend to because I mean, let's be honest, the male ego is a, a, an entirely different thing. And uh, it's men are far less likely to ask for help. We know this as personal trainers. Right. If you're a trainer, a woman is twice as likely to hire you. Yeah, quit wasting your time man. with the guys. How funny, I, you know, that's a good point. And look at our pro, look at maps. Look at our programs. Look, when I when I first uh, put maps together, before MindPub started, we were thinking of how we're going to advertise and what we're going to do it. And I advertised it specifically to men. And here's why. Uh, because men would buy, maybe buy a program advertised to them, but women would definitely buy a program that was advertised to men because women don't have that type of ego. Now, if I sold a program to women, even if it was the same exact program, not a single guy not would buy it. Not even one guy. Not oh, a single guy no would way. buy it. Yeah, if you, and, wrote, if you wrote maps in a ball, if it was a pink color instead of red. Not a single man would buy it. <laughs> not one. No. Isn't and, that uh, funny how that works that way, though? Well, Dude, just one. Yeah. There might be some men. Yeah, no, not even. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> but even even look at it this way: How many emails do we get from uh, women who say to us like, "Oh, I've been trying to convince my boyfriend or my husband to listen to Mind Pumper to get maps, and yeah. I finally did." And it's because guys, uh, we have these huge egos, and so one of the things that I'll, I'll I'll say to everybody who's listening, who if you're interested in progressing your knowledge of fitness, is to be as humble as fuck. Uh, throw your ego, uh, leave your ego at the door when you walk in the room. That's what I used to tell people that work for me and ask questions and be, be okay with not knowing. And that's something that, um, I, I made that decision a long time ago. And man, ever since I did that, I've learned, I've had paradigm shattering after paradigm shattering as a result, because I'm open to learning. I'm open to saying, you know, okay, I don't know. Let me ask you some questions. Well, it just refines your craft. I mean, if you're, if you're not open to do that, then you're just going to be locked into like one thing and uh, everything else around you is going to evolve and you're going to be a dinosaur. Huge. That's it. Huge. And I think this is why a lot of the fitness professionals, especially a lot of the male fitness professionals um, who are authorities, are so resistant to saying, oh yeah, I was wrong, or oh, look at this new technique, or let me modify my views. Instead, what they do is they double down on their stupid ideas that now have been proven a million times over, and uh, they continue, or if they have a fan that comes on their page and says, hey, you know, Mr. So-and-so, this new study came out that refuted what you're talking about, and then they'll just hammer them and belittle them, mm -hmm. rather than saying, let me take a look at that, and oh, there's some, value, there's some valuable you know, information here, um, they just double down on their information, which the fitness industry, on top of m men having big egos, uh, people in fitness tend to have these massive fragile egos anyway. You know, walking around like, oh, nobody can tell me, you know, what to do. And I'm buff, so therefore I know everything type of deal. Right. Well, I think it's important to, to talk about something then since you bring that up is um, the whole idea behind um, machines and how to use them and how not to use them. Because I feel like we talk so much about compound lifting and barbell movements and you know, uh, I know I've caught some of our like mind pump listeners 
kind of like shaming other people for using machines or stuff like that where shame yeah, you know and i i feel it's uh it's important that you know because this the the platform that we have that you know we're very clear the way we were with uh the ketogenic diet and we had to come back and just remind people that hey just because we talk about positive things about something doesn't mean that we're we're shaming something else or saying that you shouldn't this or you shouldn't that and uh, I, I feel a little bit of that has happened with with machines and they and they most certainly have their place. And I think every single one of us right. in this room utilize them. We just you know, and Justin said this on a podcast recently about, you know, when we when we talk about things, you know, we're talking to the majority, 80 percent of the people that are out there that are just getting into fitness or trying to learn about things and the direction that they, the steps that they should take. And this is the order of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason why we don't talk a lot about the machines is because it's, it goes towards the end of the order of things of right. what you should be focusing. But I also feel like it, it's something that we should address because I have noticed that I've noticed that people have, you know, been kind of prodding at other yeah. people. Well, I see people give me funny looks when I go to Gold's and I'll, I'll do a, a machine type workout <laughs> and they recognize me and they're like, explodes. What's, like, what's that motherfucker yeah. doing on machines? He's full of shit. Well, it's no, like I, the, it's the tightening of the screw. The it, That's the last refining things. Like, so, you know, like obviously there's a place for them and, and we try and present it in such a way where we give you the, the meat of everything and you really need to focus on first. And so, you know, machines will play a factor when, you know, you look into different types of adaptations and, uh, you know, rehabilitative purposes and, um, you know, there definitely is a place for it. Well, let's look at the, the, the negatives and the positives of machines. So, Obviously, we focus a lot on big uh, gross motor movements, barbells and dumbbells, because there's a lot more bang for your buck. If you're going to only go to the gym two or three days a week, um, then you know you want to focus on the exercises that are going to give you more for the time that you spend in there. Um, machines, however, have some positives as well. Uh, before I get in that, we'll talk about the negatives. Here's the negatives of machines. Uh, you tend to be forced in a particular plane of movement. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't activate as many... Uh, you know, neuromuscular connections. They don't challenge the body as much. The strength carryover uh, to the real world isn't as high with machines as it would be with a barbell movement. For example, if I do a seated machine shoulder press um, and I add 50 pounds to that, I'm not going to be as strong in the real world uh, as I would if I added 50 pounds to my standing barbell shoulder press. Right. Okay. However, there's some positives to it. Uh, look at check this out. So with the machine. I can train with a with a similar intensity that I can with uh, barbells and dumbbells, but I'm not going to cause as much damage. So in other words, if I did uh, a leg press um, and I went to failure on my leg press, it isn't going to tax my body as much as a squat. Or if I go to failure, and we don't, by the way, we don't really typically recommend failure. I'm just using that as a, a as a Example. gauge of intensity. If I go to if I go to failure on a uh, a machine chest press, it's not going to damage uh, and, and fatigue my chest as much as if I go to failure with a dumbbell chest press or with a barbell mm-hmm. bench press. Um, now, that might sound like a negative, but it's not. It's actually a positive because... Not when you're talking about the pump. Well, not only that, but I can use... I can take that 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 difference and I can use that in programming and plug it in to a routine. And so you got to ask yourself, when would it be valuable to do an exercise that would cause less damage than another one. And one of the first things that comes to mind for me is when I'm trying to dramatically increase frequency mm-hmm. and volume, but I have a limited capacity to recover. So I can't continuously add volume with you know, tons of barbell and dumbbell movements 
because the damage may be too great, but I may be able to add a lot of volume or add more volume with machines, mm-hmm. um, which won't cause as much damage, but may send uh, still send some type of a muscle building signal. Well, and a, and a good example of this is, I mean, I think out of all of us in this room, I probably use machines the most. I also think that I probably take the least amount of days off of the gym too, as far as I'm, I'm in there seven days a week. Um, and I, I go eight days a week, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, when I'm, when I'm going in there, you know, it, it really, I'm listening to my body and, and how my body feels. And, you know, if like, let's say it's a, it's a focused, uh, I'm focusing right now, like, let's say on my legs and my back, those are my two major muscles that I'm trying to develop. And, you know, Two days ago, I just maybe I PR'd on squats, and I just I can feel it still. I mean, yeah. I can my body is still trying to recover from that. But you then, don't want to hammer them again. Yeah, like, super I, I, hard. exactly. But I know I want to touch them again. I want to make sure I work them out again because I'm trying to increase frequency. I'm trying to increase volume um, because it is a focus. It is something that I'm trying to grow, develop uh, more so than other lagging or it's a lagging body part in comparison to other muscles in my body. So I do want to touch them again, but. I don't need to destroy them like maybe they felt from two days prior. So perfect example where, uh, you know, I will utilize a, a machine instead of using like squats or deadlifting. So um, I do that a lot. I do it a lot because I and I like to go to the gym every day. And I always feel like, you know, if I am so beat up from some of my heavy, big foundational movements, there's something that I can be focusing on. There's always something that I could focus on uh, whether and, you know, what I loved about when we were, I was going through mobility was that was my mentality. A lot of that was, hey, I, I need to work on mobility. I'm going to the gym every single day. And if I if I can't handle a foundational day, then I'm going to be all focused, centered around uh, my mobility and flexibility. So uh, now when you start talking about using machines and stuff it, to me it's more like focusing on specific muscles that i'm trying to right. you know develop you know and, and and i know we don't like to use the word shape because you don't shape a muscle but in reality you're, you're shaping and you're sculpting your body and i i think of it this way when i give the analogy to somebody and i'm i'm explaining like you know building an aesthetic physique or you know training to compete or get on stage or to look that way right is think of it like you have this huge you know, big block of ice, giant block of ice. And you've got to sculpt it down to this, this tiny little detailed sculpture. And when you first start off, you're not going to use this tiny, fine little tools to, to chip away at a majority of that. You're going to use a big chainsaw or a big pick. That's going to break away the big chunks. But as you get closer and closer to the size that you're looking for, then the fine tuning, then the the smaller stuff comes in. And And I think of like the small tools as like the machine. You know, the machines that are inside of our gym mm-hmm. are those small fine tuning, uh, you know, specific little areas that I'm trying to to pump up more or hit more often. Yeah, that's a great point, because most people would think uh, going into the gym and they have a specific split routine that they're doing, they're going to try and get as hard, you know, work as hard as they can to increase that weight, you know, within those machines and, and they value their their progress uh, through the machines. But then when you go to translate that, let's say from a chest press machine to bench press, there's zero translation there. And, um, you know, this is where the, if you differentiate that and you think of machines as, as being supplemental to, uh, the, the major compound lifts and the motor movements that we want to accomplish, uh, it kind of opens, opens the, uh, the door for then. Yeah. You can kind of, uh, specifically target uh, specific muscle groups on your body and, and enhance them further because, you know, you don't have that damaging effect like Sal was kind of bringing up in the beginning. Well, I was just going to say, too, um, right along the lines of what you guys are saying, like machines also can do a fantastic do- a job of helping you isolate 
a muscle. Yes. Now, typically, you don't want to focus on isolating muscles. You want them all to work together. Which However, cl- which clarify that, please, when you say that. I will. You, you know that isolating yes. is impossible. It's, it's so. impossible. Yeah. yeah. But what I mean by Putting that the is the most emphasis on the most emphasis on. So let me give you a good example. Let's say today's Monday, and as part of my whole body routine, I do really heavy overhead presses, and I do a lot of them, and you know, maybe five or six sets, and I really fatigue my shoulders and a lot of my body because a standing overhead press is a, is a f- closer to a full body movement than it is just a shoulder movement. Now it's Tuesday, and but I want to really increase the volume and frequency of the work that my shoulders may receive. Now, I'm not going to go in there and do standing shoulder presses. I'm not even going to do dumbbell presses. It's just it's it's going to damage my muscles too much. But I still want to work the 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 shoulders a little bit and maybe I don't want to hit the the triceps along with it. So, I may get on a, a seated lateral base type machine or maybe I'll use some cables mm-hmm. to s- kind of work on those areas. So that's one way and, and I'm not really damaging the muscle not nearly as much, but I'm still kind of sending that signal. Uh, and number 2, when you're when you're doing that, um that's also another a valuable way for you to uh, help muscles fire. So let me give you an example. If I'm if I'm quad dominant, and I have some clients that that are very quad dominant, we do squats. And it's very hard for them to feel their glutes, and there's oh, certain yeah. techniques that I'll use. But in the days in between those squats and deadlifts, I may have them do more isolation based kind of glute movements uh, to continue sending a signal to the glutes just to get that neuromuscular connection. And that's another way that machines can be used. Right. Now. The way that machines tend to be used today with the typical body part split type routines is that they're reserved for the end of the workout and people will call them finishers or whatever. And this is really a horrible way to use the machine because by the time you're done with your big gross motor movements, if I'm doing chest for You're fucking done. You're done. You're done. You're not getting you're not (laughs) getting move on to another different muscle. Exactly. (laughs) You're not you're not getting much out of it. You're better off doing it. Uh, uh, the next day to increase frequency and still have that volume, but not be so damn fatigued because you just did your heavy, you know, incline barbell press and your, and your barbell bench press. By the way, this is one of the reasons why full body routines are are so much more effective for the vast majority of people that do them yeah. than than body part splits. It's because you could, at the least, at the very least, with a full body based routine like the ones that you have in, in all of our maps programs, is that you can you can keep the same amount of volume at the least. So same volume for my chest throughout the week as if I was doing you know chest on Mondays. I'm doing chest three days a week. Same volume. However, the frequency is increased dramatically. Mm-hmm. And we can take that a step further. If chest is a real weakness of mine, then I can dramatically increase frequency without causing too much more damage because damage tends to be the limiting factor in workouts. Right. Like if, we, if damage wasn't a factor- It sets you back. It does. And here's the deal. This is why anabolic steroids, one of the reasons why anabolic steroids are so effective with people is because it allows you to, to damage yourself much more. And recover so much right. faster. And recover so much faster. Now, if you don't have the luxury of you know do, taking anabolic steroids and you don't want to break the law and you don't want to deal with all that stuff, um, then you want to still take advantage of the, of, the, uh, of the fact that you can increase your frequency, but you're more limited with, with damage. Well, that's... That's why full body routines work better. And that's where you can throw some machines in there. And not on the same day, on the other day. See, now you're yeah. going to the gym five, six, seven days a week if you want. It's not necessary, but I know a lot of you listening. I've gotten people telling me, like, <laughs> yeah. I want to go to the gym every day, Sal. Right. How can I do that? This is, when you, this is when you take your programming and you incorporate some of these movements and plug them in. And um, in fact, one of the programs we're about to release um, really goes into detail on how you can do this. Yeah. And this is when... 
machines are appropriate. This is when you're going to get some well, benefit from so, using them. It's so appropriate that it's like it follows up, you know, sequentially from, you know, the first MAPS anabolic to performance to then this one because, you know, we really are refining a lot of things this way. And uh, uh, like you said, Adam, with your analogy with, you know, the big block, like we, we started with the big block. And uh, started to give you all those tools that will will cut you down, uh, you know, to get to the to the meat of it and the heart of it. And now, you know, we, we get it to perform well. And now we're going to get to that next level uh, of what you want to present and and get to a point where your your body is going to look totally different. Well, it's important too that I think we note, uh, you know, piggybacking off of that too, Justin, is that you know. I've had a lot of people I've heard that, you know, the, the rumors out, people have found out, you know, Maps Black is coming out and everyone's excited about it. Everyone has a lot of people have kind of an idea of the direction that it, it's designed for. And so I know there's a huge buzz about it already, but I can't stress enough how much I highly recommend someone going through red and green before that beforehand. Not yes. that you can't go right into black or go right into green or go right in red. They're all designed that anybody can start anywhere on that. But there is a purpose of why we we released them in that order, just like we've talked about with the nutrition guide. There's a reason why we're doing this. We're not trying to, since day one, we've always said, we're not trying to say this is a cookie cutter diet. Everybody should follow this if they want to look a certain way or be a certain way. No, there's there's steps, there's phases, there's, you know, there's an order to everything uh, as far as importance goes. And ideally... You know, you would. You want to chip away at those big blocks, which is, you know, MAPS anabolic for sure. You want to address any sort of imbalances or mobility issues, which is what MAPS green is a lot about. And then you transition into the kind of the next level of focusing on your on your body in specific areas and weak points. And that's kind of what MAPS black is about. So, you know, I think that's it's it's important to stress that, you, you know, there's also um, when you talk about machines, too, uh, there is also a, a great use for them when it comes to rehabilitative work. You know, when you were trying to, uh, you know, you got somebody who's got a major injury and you need their body to stay stable. They can't. Right. Uh, they're, they're coming fresh off of surgery and we're not ready to barbell squat yet, you know. And so yeah. I, I need to keep them, you know. In Especially a f- if it's a back or, you know, anything with a core, you know, where it's a, it's it's. It's very limited as right? far as like how much stress you can put, you know, in positions. And and ultimately, the goal is to get them to be able to squat. So if I'm rehabbing somebody and they might be on a machine currently because we can't yet, but the goal is to get them to be able to do, a, you know, a body weight squat and then a barbell squat because that ideally is going to be always the biggest bang for their buck. But, uh, you know, they, they have their places. They serve uh, for sure uh, a purpose in your workouts. You know, you said something earlier, Justin, that I, I wanted to chime in on, too, that I thought was, uh, it, you know, it just kind of dawned on me when you said it that, wow, you know, that's crazy. I've never I've never like watched my machine weights. And like mm-hmm. if you're using hammer strength or using machine, like I could not tell you, yeah, you, could, you could give a shit. Just I, like me. Yeah, yeah, I don't give a shit like what, what I what I'm putting on. It does not matter to me because the purpose that I'm I'm not yeah. trying to build my, you know, preacher curl machine strength, you know, and I, and I yeah, exactly it, it doesn't matter to me. The only PRs or numbers I care about are like my bench press, you know, your barbell squat, your over your standing overhead press. Like, And yet it doesn't translate at all. So it's therefore ineffective. That, exactly. Yeah. So you could you, you may be one of those guys who can, you know, leg press a thousand plates on there and it looks hella cool Which you do it we've seen that all the time yeah. especially at 24 hour fitnesses i i literally walk by and laugh right 
because I'm a dick. But, um, <laughs> also, because I'm like, why the hell are you taking all the weights in the gym to just do this silly thing? Yeah, right. Go, you take, idiot. Take Go that same, same guy and put two yeah. plates I on a barbell. Yeah, you can't even do two plates. And you have him do 10, 10 deep squats yeah. and see if, he, see if he's yeah. walking the next day. And fall over. So, you know, it, it, you're right. They don't translate. Uh, and let's be honest, somebody who, who can leg press a thousand pounds on the, the leg press but can't squat 225, trust me, the way their legs look are night and day difference. The guy who's yes. squatting 400 plus pounds totally his recruitment pattern y- yeah. yeah and and I, you know i can say this confidently because i was that guy too mm-hmm. i mean i talked about not being a big squatter from from day 1 and and i was i was always leg pressing and a machine guy and doing all that shit and until i got in i realized like oh my god are you kidding me like the amount of the amount of work that i have to do of squatting in comparison to leg pressing and leg extensions and leg curls and all the, all those secondary movements on the machine seriously is it's crazy what a difference just squ- squatting with a barbell i could do a tenth of the reps and get twice as much results that you ever get doing any of the machines for right sure. but but uh, knowing what you know now you can take some of the benefits of those machines and you can plug them in uh, into your program. It's it's amazing to me how uh, workouts have become so secondary in terms of importance nowadays. Like yeah. now, I always hear people saying like, "I go to the gym," and it's just about I went to the gym. It's not that it's not that big of a deal. But how you work out makes such a huge difference in how your body responds and how you look. It makes a massive difference, and it's all about. The, how you utilize the tools that are available to you and machines are another tool and you have to in order to use them properly you have to understand what they're good at and what they're not good at and machines by themselves are not great at building lots of real world strength and they're not great at building lots of muscle and they're not great at getting your metabolism as fast as barbells and doubles however they're really good at teaching you how to activate particular muscles. They're really good at dramatically increasing frequency and volume without damaging your muscle too much. They're really good at training you, especially if you have some type of an injury that's preventing you from doing other movements. They're fantastic for rehab. So knowing that, now we know what that tool is. Now we can use it appropriately. It's just like having a tool chest with a screwdriver and a, you know, and a hammer and a wrench. You know, I'm not going to use my wrench to hammer nails into the wall. I'm going to use my yeah. wrench for what it's what it's good for, and that's how you utilize machines. And I know a lot of guys listening right now are fucking excited because now Mind Pump said <laughs> you get to use all kinds of machines, and you do. You just got to plug them in well, with the right programming, and it will blow your mind. I'm going to give you – we've thrown nothing but analogies out today, right? So I'll just throw another one in there for you. <laughs> um, <laughs> I Honestly, I'll, I look at this too, like machines, like a lot like supplements, you know? So if you're if we're talking about we've, – we've had stuff where we've combated a lot of supplements as far as – it would be like taking your protein powder and replacing your entire meal with protein powder. Right. Right? Good analogy. So – for me, it's 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 like you could do it, but you know, like that's just not a good way to do it. Yeah. Uh, but there's a place for protein powder in in a pinch, and you know, if I'm deficient, you know, or I'm at the end of my day, or you know, whatever the case is for recovery, or you know, if you use it, it its intended purpose of it, if you use it correctly, there's definitely a place for supplements. No, I I tell you what, that is a very good analogy is to compare it to supplements because we've we we've been known as somebody who. We talk a lot of shit about supplements too, but yet we all have cupboards full of them. 
yeah. you know, because we utilize them still. There is a place for them. You know, there's there is times to implement them. And I, machines would go <laughs> is exactly the same way. But you see how like <laughs> these like the gyms, they have the supplemental stuff like as the entire focus. So you have, right. you know, the everything in the, these fitness expos is supplements and then the latest machine. <laughs> right. Like you fucking idiots. Right. I, that, defi- that, that's why we get so like uh, crazy with this. Cause we're like trying to tell people, no, like that's not step one. It's just not sexy. Like you walk into a gym, first of all, Big box gyms tend to have a shit ton of cardio because everybody can get on a piece of cardio equipment and and move and sweat. Then they have lots of machines because the average person can sit down on a machine, look at the instructions, and do their exercise. Yeah, ready, set, go. A gym would not be very sexy for the average person if it was just a bunch of power, you know, a bunch of cages, barbells, (laughs) and dumbbells. You'd be like, okay, that's all you have is barbells and dumbbells. Where's all the rest of your equipment? Not realizing that I could do a million exercises with those, you know, those two pieces of equipment. Now that being said, again, uh, machines have their place. I will say this though. Gyms, especially the hardcore ones, seem to be changing a little bit now. Oh, it for seems sure. to be happening. You for see, sure, you're starting to see uh, that the the meat and potatoes is becoming the, the what's supposed to be the meat and potatoes, right. and all the supplemental stuff. Squat racks and platforms are, are showing up. Exactly, um, you're starting to see some of that stuff. But just to hammer the message home, you know, if you have a weakness, um, and you one of the best things you could do with a weak body part is to increase the amount of frequency of stimulation. Um, do your big movements, but then you can work it out more frequently. You can, honestly, if you train with the right intensity and with the right programming, you can train a weak body part uh, probably six days a week, maybe mo- maybe even seven days a week, depending on your recovery ability and how advanced you are. Well, and yeah, how you train is very important. Right, and how you train it. Uh, I don't think you could squat hard seven days a week. Most of you will kill yourself doing that. But if I squat hard twice a week, a little easier squat another day a week, and then the other days I might do some machines, um, well, now I've increased their frequency and uh, I'm I'm not... You know, limiting. My, I'm not limited by my recovery ability, um, so it makes it makes a huge difference. It's extremely important to look at your routine that way and understand the benefits of what you're doing and the detriments, and plug them in accordingly. And do the most important things first, and the less important things use them as tools. Just like Justin was saying, to tweak or to turn the screws, the final those final turns of those screws to tighten them up. Um, and you would be surprised at just how effective. Doing something like that can be. I want. I want you to. Uh, I want you to revisit something you you said earlier and get a little more uh, nerdy into it because I think it's a, a really good topic that we've never. I don't say never. We've we haven't talked a lot about this. You mentioned about using a machine for somebody who, like, uh, for their glutes, they might be very quad dominant. Um, people don't realize uh, or understand this this concept very much. So I want to get into this a little bit of. Uh, why that? Why you do that, and how common it really is in a lot of bodies where your muscles don't uh, fire properly. When we have imbalances, when when muscles are uh, extremely overactive and the antagonist is underactive, uh, what ends up happening, especially with like compound movements like deadlifting or squatting, uh, the main movers may not be carrying the load like they're supposed to. Uh, so what you are trying to do is you're trying to basically teach that. So I wanted you to kind of explain on like, you know, an example of that, like with your with your squat, like a client like that and why and how and well, you have the understanding the science behind that. Yeah. When you're doing a big movement, um, any movement, but we'll talk about a big movement because it's easier to illustrate. When I'm doing a squat, there's what's called a muscle recruitment pattern. This means that uh, literally certain muscles are firing 
before other muscles. And this all, by the way, happens in the uh, you know blink of an eye. It's it's split split seconds. Okay, but some muscles will fire first, and, and, and then there's a pattern of which muscles will fire next. And then some muscles are going to fire harder and carry more of the load, and others are going to play kind of secondary stabilizer mm-hmm. roles um, uh, in, in this whole pattern. Now, if you have a muscle recruitment pattern that's not ideal, then it's important to change that recruitment pattern as you progress uh, with your routine. If I continue to train without addressing that recruitment pattern, what will end up happening is I'll strengthen that improper recruitment pattern. So uh, to, to use another the example of the squat, if I'm doing a squat or I have a client doing a squat, and they're quad dominant. What you're going to see is you're going to see that the glutes or the the hips aren't going to sit back as. And I'm I'm doing like a super glaring example, okay? Because it could be way more subtle than this. But they they might not sit back as much in their squat. They might have a lot of knee extension. You'll see the knees come forward mm-hmm. pretty far. In extreme cases, the heels will come off the floor. Mm-hmm. In some cases, that won't even happen. And they'll just they're what's what's moving their body from the bottom to the top is a lot of quadricep. And a less to a less degree, it's the glutes and hamstrings. Now, in the, in the case of a barbell squat, the glutes uh, are the prime prime movers. They should be the glutes uh, and the quads. The quads are also prime movers, but they're not. They're kind of they, they play a little bit of a second fiddle to the glutes mm-hmm. because they're such big, powerful muscles, and they're on the this huge joint known as your hips. And if I don't correct that recruitment pattern, and I just continue to get stronger in my squats, then my the pattern doesn't change. My quads get overdeveloped my glutes get underdeveloped and in sometimes you don't always see it this way by the way recruitment patterns aren't necessarily visible by muscle development Mm. like i could look at someone and say wow their quads are really big and their glutes look underdeveloped but their glutes could also be firing very well they just might might not build muscle as easily as easily in their glutes and that's something different that's an aesthetic point but in terms of recruitment patterns you see it from movement um so from that movement, someone will develop bigger quads than their glutes. They're not they're not happy with the way their body's looking. In that case, what I would do is I would focus on squatting perfectly and properly, go lighter, have them sit back, you know, activate the glutes as much as they can. And that's on my squat day. But on the days in between, I may do machines to isolate and continue sending a muscle, you know, firing signal mm-hmm. to the glutes. When it comes to uh, recruitment patterns or to neuromuscular connections to muscle, frequency is king. Yeah. N- not intensity. Intensity is not king because intensity. Uh, if I if I hammer someone with intensity on their glutes and their glutes are having trouble firing, they're going to recruit all kinds of other muscles. Even if I'm doing a glute exercise, even if I'm doing a hip thrust or like a donkey kickback or whatever, and I'm using a shit ton of weight, they're going to recruit every other muscle to help their not firing as hard glutes. So what I want to do is I want a lot of frequency with perfect form and maybe not as much heavy weight. So we're going to do those isolation, you know, isolated glute movements on the days in between we do our squats. And really we're just focusing on feeling the glutes. And this is what bodybuilders are really good at. This is what bodybuilding has taught us is how to isolate muscles. Now, for the most part, you don't want to necessarily feel a particular muscle working, but in this particular case, it's invaluable. And so on the days in between, I would have that client use a machine or do movements that are more uh, isolatory for the glutes to feel and squeeze, feel and squeeze, feel and squeeze. Mm -hmm. Maybe they get a little sore, but maybe they don't. But what we're really doing is we're getting them them familiar with firing the glutes. Then when we go to squat the following day, they're familiar with, with the feeling of hip extension. They're familiar with the feeling of firing the glutes. And they go from going quad for being quad dominant 
to having a more favorable right. recruitment pattern. So then you start to get into more corrective mindset with this. And so this is like something like you mentioned frequency. So thinking of it like um, priorities that you're, you're sending out uh, from your brain, um, as many tally marks as you're accumulating within your week, uh, that's your priorities. So whatever that movement pattern is, is what you're telling your brain you you need to you know put up in front of the list right so you know as simple as that if you just if you're if you're doing squats and you've never addressed the fact that your your quads are firing you know predominantly uh, it's just going to keep doing that, right? And 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 machine- a lot of it has to do with your. I mean, we're in you're in hip extension so much. That's why people yeah. people have a hard time mm-hmm. with uh, you know getting out of that. You know, and so when you go to squat, it's just like you said. You're you're a lot of people already have a natural anterior pelvic tilt, so lower cross syndrome. You know, second to upper cross syndrome is the next. The next. This is a common one for sure. Very very yeah. common. You know, and some people are it's it's more uh, obvious than others where you your butt is really sticking out when uh and then when you go to go into your squat those hip flexors are shortened so much your chest comes over and you end up putting all the weight and stress all on those quads and glutes are doing even though you're going through the motion like and looking like you should be squatting correctly so much uh, so much of your quads and hip flexors are having to do all this work because they're used to doing all that work well and in speaking from an aesthetic standpoint now let's just talk about that now one thing that we haven't addressed is that besides the fact that uh, exercises uh, will, you know, you're, you're limited by the amount of damage that you cause to a particular muscle. There's a systemic effect as well. So let me explain. If I'm constantly doing heavy barbell squats every single day, yes, I'm fatiguing the hell out of my legs and I'm probably overworking them, but I'm, I'm also tapping into my body's ability to recover the rest of my body. So my bench press will suffer, my deadlift will suffer, my overhead press will suffer. My, even my curls and my tricep extensions will suffer because there's a systemic effect that's going on. Mm. Machines don't cause nearly as much systemic damage to the body. So it's just a fantastic way to add lots of volume and frequency without tapping into so many different things. And if you and look, all of us, all of us have areas of our body that we really want to focus on and develop faster mm-hmm. than other parts of our body. Um, of course, you want to do the big things like we talked about, but everybody, look, I could say my calves and my chest are my weaknesses. So why not include or increase the frequency and volume with those dramatically mm-hmm. and kind of keep everything else training the way I have been doing? Well, number one, uh, I got to be careful with my recovery ability. I got to be careful with that systemic effect if I continue to do just tons of bench press and stuff because that's going to affect my other lifts as well. And I don't want to develop my chest at the expense of weakening everything else. And so then, boom, I plug in machines and I do those on on the other days and I've I've dramatically increased the frequency. And again, this is a fantastic example of what you know I like to refer to as expert workout programming. Right. Um, And this is the kind of stuff that you'll find in routines that are designed uh, with all of these things in mind. Routines are not just routines. It's not just you know, I'm hitting chest, I'm hitting back, I'm hitting legs. It you takes just all the, randomly throw variables out there. You got to take it all into account. And when you do that and you put in the numbers and you plug in the formula, the results that you get uh, will blow you the fuck away. I literally, every single day, I know you guys do, literally have people sending me messages on a daily basis. Uh, I feel like I'm doing half, I feel like I'm doing half the work and I'm getting twice the results. Like, this is crazy. I didn't know that it could work this way. Mm-hmm. And it's, you were spinning your tires. In the dirt. That's all you were doing. Yep. Well, and that's I'm most excited because we have gotten a lot of that. Those people that have gone through red now, when they get into to black, 
because something that we did with black is we, we, we put some emphasis on not only the focus on, you know, specific areas that you're trying to develop, but also the progressive overload of, as you come through, as you cycle around, how you progressively start to increase volume. And, uh, I think the, the results that people are going to be seeing from that is going to be tremendous, especially well, if you've gone through red, like you're supposed to and, and built that solid foundation. And now you get to see what happens when you slowly apply extra volume and frequency inside and do a progressive overload the way you're supposed to in a routine and in a program on how much, how much gains you continue to see week over week. Right. Well, without giving away too much because it's not ready yet, uh, but it will be soon. And Doug, you can edit this out if you want, but. I have a I feeling it's going to be ready by the time this goes, right, Doug? I don't know. Tell him, Doug. Put lots of pressure. Fucking tell him, Doug. Yeah, there's lots of pressure on me. Uh, yeah, we're going to be looking at this this coming week, and this may actually air the week that this is uh, okay. launching. It's well, dropping. Just, it's dropping, well, motherfucker. Oh, snap. Well, just to be safe, not to give away too much, but I guarantee you we're going to have a lot of uh, stage presentation type athletes are going to jump on this like freaking... You know, like well, they'd be silly if they're if they smart. Did. Yeah, I was just say they'd be yeah. silly. They'd be silly if they didn't. Yeah. You know, I think I think we're gonna see a lot of people. Do. I mean, we're just squeam their way to the stage. We are we are coming around summertime. It is it is almost summertime. A lot of people are wanting to focus on that bikini or, or beach body right now. So it is you know this is you know where another another program would be gimmicky and and, and sell it that way. It's just it happens to be we're dropping around that time and it is the a universe perfect, provided us the perfect time. <laughs> it beach did. body. It did. It did because this yeah. is the time where uh, you want to be focusing on sculpting and everything like that is getting ready for beach time well so. if you want to look at check this out if you want to see what real people have to say about some of the programming that we've put together you can go to mindpumpmedia.com we've got lots of testimonials on there we've also got some pretty awesome apparel that you can get if you want to rep mind pump and uh look super hot and sexy for your friends um you can also find mind pump on instagram at mind pump radio you can find me at mind pump sal you can find justin at mind pump justin and you can find adam at mind pump adam you imagine that thank you for listening to mind pump for more information about this show and to get valuable free resources from sal adam and justin visit us at www.mindpumpradio.com until next time this is mind pump